Welcome to HRI's Next in Health podcast. I'm Jenny Colapitro, PwC's Vice Chair for Health Industries, working across pharmaceuticals, medtech, payers, and providers. And I'm Igor Belokronitsky, a principal with PwC Strategy End, where I help leading health organizations build their strategies and operating models. Today, our guests are Christian Bowers, principal with PwC, and Rohit Agarwal, a director with PwC, and they both work with our pharmaceutical clients to help them build winning customer strategy, which means using data and analytics to transform customer experience, drive growth, and enable better patient outcomes. All amazing things. So welcome, Christian, and welcome, Rohit. Glad to be here today. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. We're here today to discuss the changes that Rohit and Christian are seeing in the pharmaceutical industry with respect to customers and how pharma companies can really truly understand customers and the role that analytics and insights can help to shape customer journeys. Rohit, Christian, can you tell us a little bit about what's been happening in the industry over the last few years that's causing this need to really get greater insights into the customer behaviors and journeys? Sure, Jenny. Today, the healthcare industry and the pharma market landscape, especially, is becoming much, much more dynamic. What we call the coming evidence era will require pharma companies to really be driven by value instead of by volume. Right now, we're seeing a number of different things in the market. We have increased competition and decreased product differentiation. We've got more regulatory and payer influence on prescriber behaviors and product choice. We've got therapeutic choices that are becoming more and more complex. And we also have patients who are becoming increasingly more involved in their care decision making. So at the end of the day, we've got less focus on specific products and greater focus on value and outcomes of treatment protocols. So given all of this, there's really a need for pharma companies to begin to more effectively differentiate themselves in order to drive product adoption and growth. And one of the critical challenges that we see pharma has right now is really gaining a better understanding in how to evolve what it knows about its customers and what drives their behaviors. And most importantly, gaining an understanding that is differentiated than that of their competitors. Christian and Rohit, one thing I'd love to clarify before we go further is who we're talking about here, because I heard you mention customers, but also patients, and you're talking about evidence and explaining value. So who is it that you're trying to differentiate with? Who are the customers? Igor, that's a great clarifying question. Customers can be confusing when it comes to healthcare. When we talk about customer journeys in reference to the pharma industry, we are really talking about two types of customers, patients and providers. So we want to know how the patients and providers not only interact with each other, but also more broadly in the healthcare ecosystem with respect to the pharmacies, insurance companies, employers, and everybody involved in the healthcare ecosystem. We want to know what factors, both clinical and non-clinical, are driving the provider's choice of treatment. And very importantly, we want to know what is driving the patients and the caregiver adherence and overall compliance to treatment. The things that Christian mentioned with respect to the dynamics that we see in the pharmaceutical industry, that's very important. It's really driving that need for the pharma company to have a differentiated approach to better understand its customers. By developing a robust understanding of how both patients and the providers interact along the treatment journey and how those interactions impact behaviors will really help the pharma companies and our clients to be better equipped to drive an effective and better engagement with their customers and address their pain points. That said, 
Our pharma clients have cited challenges to actually getting to the in-depth understanding of the customer journey, really getting to the bottom of what it means and enhancing their experiences, which we strongly believe can be addressed through the use of data and advanced analytics. Very interesting. And so what are some of those challenges that your clients are having in getting these insights into customer journeys and behaviors? Sure, Igor. Based on a number of discussions across many, many clients that we've had over the past year, there's three big issues that are being cited as a barrier to driving differentiation and understanding their customer journeys. First, there's not enough data or the right data isn't available to help them. Second, it's complex and expensive to implement the required set of analytics and they can't maintain it in the long run. And third, adoption is a challenge. They don't know if their employees and customers are ready for the advanced technology solutions required to build and operationalize these capabilities. Christian, can you expand on that a bit more? Absolutely, Jenny. First, let's talk about the data. Most pharma companies have access to and are dependent on what we generally refer to as traditional data sets. These are your data sets that contain prescription and sales data, pharmacy and medical claims data, and then Salesforce execution data and other activity-related metrics that a pharma organization may be capturing. In recent years, though, the availability of new and different data sets that can be used by pharma companies has exploded. These non-traditional data sets have changed the game when it comes to truly being able to understand your customer. The data we're talking about, biosensors, social determinants of health, purchase and search history, synthetic population simulations, social media, and a number of different other things. So there's clearly a higher adoption of innovative sources and approaches in other industries. The question is, how can pharma companies effectively combine and analyze all of this data to retrieve real-time, actionable insights for engaging with their customers to drive growth and improve patient outcomes. As an example, one use case I'd like to highlight from the work we're doing with one of our clients who markets a lifestyle drug. Using non-traditional data variables, such as the amount of time someone spends on their smartphone, energy drinking, caffeine consumption, the number of international airline trips that they take in a year, how much time they're spending on streaming services, and other data elements like that, we're helping them identify patients who may benefit more from their drug and are more receptive to uh, direct to patient engagement. That's very interesting, Christian. Yeah, just that whole concept of combining, you know, our traditional data sets with non-traditional data sets outside of the industry to just really understand more about the customer, their behaviors, their influencers. You also mentioned the cost to build and maintain as another barrier. Rohit, how can pharma companies overcome that barrier? Can you talk a little bit more about that? Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a great question. I want to highlight a non-healthcare example to address this question. In general, if you think about streaming services industry, the companies have invested a lot of money in content by establishing a better understanding of their customers, which movies, TV shows, and documentaries people want to watch, the recommendations. As users, we all know how great that works. What would have happened if the streaming services industry did not employ these kind of analytics because cost was too much of a barrier? That's a question we need to ask ourselves and encourage our clients to ask that question. And that's really the mindset shift we would like to see in the pharmaceutical industry. But what does that mean? How do we make it real for our clients? Looking at those scalable and repeatable analytics capabilities and investing in those Pharma executives can dramatically change how they make strategic decisions and identify new areas of revenue growth as well as cost savings. 
for the clients who are already investing in these areas, we are seeing it pay off. And we don't have to go all in. This can all start small. Identify one business problem to pilot, prove out the feasibility and benefits prior to going all in and making big investments. One other example of a client that comes to my mind where we help them use AI to automate patient treatment journey insights. Leveraging the machine learning capabilities, we developed a capability that was scalable, repeatable, and easy for the pharma marketeers to use. The benefits were immense, and the clients continue to leverage those benefits to date. With respect to cost, they saw 40% cost savings compared to the baseline to run similar qualitative studies. With respect to speed, a 75% reduction in end-to-end cycle times. And most importantly, the quality. The quality of customer journey insights using this capability was really differentiated to drive better patient outcomes. To summarize, like what does this all mean? There are specific business questions that our clients need to prioritize to understand the customer journeys in a cost-effective way and deliver the value that's really differentiated. Just to highlight a few questions that really come top of my mind, when we think about the patient How can pharma improve identification, adoption, and retention among patients? Second, how can we predict barriers within a patient's journey and proactively intervene to drive better outcomes? On the other side, when we think about providers, again, a couple of questions that pharma should think about addressing. One around how can pharma evolve towards efficient and personalized physician engagement? And how can the promotional resources be dynamically allocated for better outcomes? And lastly, how can we better understand consumer motivators, behaviors, barriers, and preferences, not just at the national level, but also at the micro-geographic level? How can we leverage these insights, finally, to establish the ecosystem partnership strategies to further enhance patient activation? That's a very helpful set of questions, and I think you've both done a great job demonstrating why life sciences companies need to build these advanced analytics capabilities to differentiate in the market. You've shown us that the tools exist out there and that other organizations have been successful by deploying them. And now the question that we always ask is not just what, but who. And so in a life sciences organization, whose job is it to promote and develop and deploy these advanced analytics to understand and engage customers better? So while some organizations have begun to advance their analytics capabilities, the level of sophistication is honestly highly variable and very differentiated from one to the next. And this variability is driven for the most part in challenges in a company's willingness to go all in and shifting their culture to one that really embraces advanced analytics, one that leverages the right analytic talent, and one that's willing to invest in supported integrated data environments, tools, and partnerships. So we're seeing a lot of pharma companies signal how important they believe advanced analytics and automation is to their future success. Some companies have announced automation as a board-level initiative. Others are setting up roles or functions dedicated to the future ways of working, insights, and strategic decision-making. But at the end of the day, it really comes down to commitment. And we believe that building an advanced analytics capability that really enables you to gain a true understanding of your customers needs to be an enterprise-level commitment. So building these capabilities are really what's going to be required to give organizations a better understanding of customer journeys and insights and help ensure they are differentiating themselves among the competition. And then as a result, deploying the right customer engagement strategies. 
This has been quite an insightful discussion for sure. And I appreciate the considerations that you posed and the examples that you've shared. What will be your closing advice for our listeners on how pharmaceutical companies can think about getting started? In my mind, the conversation really starts with answering three critical questions. The first one around needs. What are those specific needs of your customers, both patients and providers, and the business problems that you'd like to solve? We really need to prioritize those business problems, understand the needs, and understand what role analytics can play in addressing those. The second question comes around analytical maturity. Where does the company stand today? Do we have a good sense of where your company stands today with respect to the overall organizational analytical maturity and what needs to be done to get there? And lastly, actions. What are the steps we are taking to get there? And are those steps in the right direction to adopt such initiatives? If not, what are the barriers? And can we pick one business problem, really just one, one area to pilot and prove out the impact? Super helpful, super practical, and very, very timely. Thank you. For more on these topics and other health industry insights driven by policy, innovation, and care delivery changes, please visit our website at pwc.com forward slash HRI. Until next time, this has been Next in Health. This podcast is brought to you by PwC All Rights Reserved. PwC refers to the U.S. member firm or one of its subsidiaries or affiliates and may sometimes refer to the PwC network. Each member firm is a separate legal entity. Please see www.pwc.com structure for further details. This podcast is for general information purposes only and should not be used as a substitute for consultation with professional advisors.